then it comes uh, down to for us fan, we are fans of all kinds of shit right then it comes down to us going okay well now we got to make a decision on what we like what we like more because we're not going to spend sixty dollars twice you know like we're all right. of us can't do that you know like right. some people can't pay sixty dollars for this one and this one you know no i mean it's fucking seventy dollars now it's 70 that, right it's yeah 70. like that like like we're not you know that's a fucking lot of money 140 if you're smackers man that you know like fuck that Welcome to episode 293 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I'm Felix Ergood, and I'm here with Locke. Yo, what's going on, everybody? And I got Trip Zero here, too. That's me. I'm Trip Zero. What's going on? And Neo Aoshi. It's me, a Neo Aoshi. Yeah, we're the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I'm we, here. You know what we need? Uh, I, and I didn't talk about this pre-show, but we need like a slogan. Everyone does it on every fucking podcast. We're the podcast that so forth and so on. I think once you we figure I that do, out. You know what main... I do want to say about, about the beginning of the show? That was, I think, the best intro you ever have done on this show. Tonight. tonight. I practiced. I think it's, it, was, it was smooth. It was confident. It was sexy. It was just, it rolled right through. You went to the people. It was just, man, I was sitting here just, uh, just loving you- it. But do you love how self-conscious he was that he had to say that we we needed a slogan because he mm-hmm. didn't know where to go next? So he was. <laughs> I didn't he, know where to he, go. He automatically thought, um, <sighs> we need, need a slogan. slogan. We, but we you, need roll, a slogan. you rolled into the thought even smoothly. Like that might have tripped you up in the past. But just, I, I, I think like because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and they always have like some kind of like thing like we're this podcast that does this. It's like their mm-hmm. main idea. And I think once we nail that, we're going to know. We're going to have a direction in life. It can't be. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's dumb as fuck, but I'm on board. Like You know what I mean by that? I, I do. Know what I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. We'll think about it. We'll come up with something. We're the place where the things and the stuff happen. Well, it used to be where the podcast where media converges, you know, or something like that. Yeah. But we're not doing that anymore. So it's No, because like, we're not where media converges. We're not where media converges. We're just mm-hmm. not. It's also very pretentious. That is really pretentious. Yeah, yeah, one thing I noticed, a lot we of people very highly we, of ourselves for yeah. a long time. Remember we were talking about uh, <laughs> the multi-plan, and we, we drew up this multi-plan of our multifaceted podcast, but on like Roman pillars. Each one was mm-hmm. was a pillar of mm-hmm. the supporting podcast and the ideas, and it was just, oh, man. The, so the tonight, brainscapes. Tonight, a little bit later on, we are going to discuss Sony and their backwards bicycling that they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. Um, but uh, somewhere, I, I think the like we always like to start the show. We like to talk a little bit about uh, our experience playing games and 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 what we did over the last week because it's a weekly podcast. I think that's fair for us to offer our perspective just a little bit for the steady listeners who want to know about our experience. Um, and then we'll we'll get into extracting some stuff that happened this week with Sony. So sound cool. good. Trip Zero, you wanna wanna ring it in? Yeah. I'll I'll be the leadoff batter here, dude. Um so the big focus 
of the past couple months has been 100%ing Stardew Valley. Well, I'm pleased to announce it happened. It happened Monday night. We have hit 100% in this video game. And uh, good for you, man. You accomplished, man. Thank you. For you. Thank you. Feeling really, really good about it. Um, spoilers out there for people that are playing Stardew Valley and don't want to know what the super, super, super mega fucking grindy uh, bonus content is. Um, but it's probably not that big of a deal, so it doesn't really matter. Um, it was a cutscene essentially. Like a new area of the map opened up. You walk up to this area. It's like the summit of a mountain you can never get to before. And uh, you and a couple of villagers just like stare out into the world being like, you know, I wonder what's next. We've, we've come so far, very like self-reflecting. And then there was this absolute fucking bop of a new song on the soundtrack as every like creature in the game paraded past in one big dance party. It was wild. So every villager was in there. Every like monster in the mines, every, um, every animal, it was like like brown chicken, white chicken, like brown cow, duck. It was just like it would show off every little thing in the game. And <laughs> the song was so fucking good, man. It was a jam. It felt like a pretty good reward. Because what else are you going to get for 100%ing a game? You're, you're doing it for the love of it primarily, right? 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 Like, what are you going to do? They're, they did give you a really cool, w- one really cool bonus item, which is a statue that every day rewards you the most valuable gem in the game called a prismatic shard. Um, unless it's someone's birthday, in the valley then it gives you one of their most loved gifts so that's a really cool statue to have just if you're that's just cool. playing the game on into into infinity which nice. uh, i won't be doing now but it's nice to have a game at this point that i can come back and just focus on whatever you know like obviously i have just millions of dollars from from grinding up all the different things i had to do um i've got all, a ton of resources to craft whatever i need at a moment's notice so if i ever you know go back to play it again which i know i will I'll spend time like decorating the farm and moving things around and just like making it my ultimate beach hangout farmscape. And I'm stoked about it. That's well, awesome. Yeah. That Let me ask good, you that when, once you're done Stardew Valley, what it, you hundred percented it, right? Like you got, you did all the things. Yes. Is there a reason to continue and keep playing is, does it have like an end game? Like a, I don't, I don't want to say end game, but does it yeah. have like, can you just endlessly farm and sell things and then do the do the yeah there's um i don't know if you can really call it an end game but there's like a primary story which is saving the town from the evil amazon fill-in right called joja mart they're trying to like move in get a warehouse going and you have to like support your community center and build that back up you could also just buy like a joja membership and just fuck the town over but that's you know you're supposed to save the town fucking evil ass jojo mart yeah exactly so you can do that and like that's the game right and then like the post game would be hanging out with everybody experiencing everyone's unique story because you get like insights into people's lives the better friends with them you are so you could have a goal of like getting to know every single villager you could have a goal of like buying all of the real late game items like you can make your own goals after like the story is finished so like Anything I'd be doing right now would be like farm designing, uh, grinding for some really, really, really rare new items that were put in with the most recent patch, uh, things like that. You know, just like just trying to get everything and, and then having those things design designed into like the my my favorite farm layout, whatever that might end up being. You know, now that I have the resources to pretty much do whatever I'm, my my brain can imagine for my farm. Are you sure? Are you absolutely sure, Trip Zero, that it's it's Joja Mart and not Hoha Mart? 
Maybe it's Spanish. I have uh, no information. No, I don't that. have any either. I'm just reading, I'm reading the word, yeah. and I'm like, maybe it's Spanish. Oh, hot mark. I, it's like you've never heard it spoken in the game, so you don't. Oh, they like don't Tifa speak it in the game. Tifa, right? They don't speak it in the game. Yeah, I don't think Hoha would be how you say it, but I don't know. Every single person I've ever watched stream this game or talk about the game says jo- says I would say Joja. Yeah, that's a good question. I'll I'll, uh, I'll tweet Eric Barone, concerned <laughs> ape, the creator of the game, and be like, "What? You, what is you, it? Let me pronounce that." Yeah. The man's done everything. The man coded the game, did the art for the game, did the music for the game. Wow. And all those things are at such a high level that it's like, it's seriously impressive to me. You know, how the game flips from like a farm sim to like a Zelda knockoff when you're like in the mines and like battling and stuff. Like, like the most recent update too lets you craft. Yeah, it's a dating sim as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, you you can now like upgrade your weapons and put uh, different uh, perks on them through like a gem rarity system and you can fuse your armor together to make your own creations of armor to help like whatever aspect of combat you want. So like this man's got like a great design brain and it's just, it's fascinating to he's learn. Managed, it game. seems like he's managed to take, he, he converged multiple genres together mm-hmm. and made them cohesive in a way that makes it a, like a really good all around experience, which is like, probably why the game is so popular. It has a little something for everybody. It does. It no, really... matter, no matter what you like in those respective genres. Right? Yeah. A lot of replayability, a lot of uh, create your own goal kind of content, which is great for that. There's just, there's, you know, for depending on who wants what in a game, Stardew's got a lot of it for you. So, mm. but chapter is closed on that game. Uh, we have moved on to Disney's 102 Dalmatians Puppies to the Rescue, which is an absolutely Please talk about incredible. What is going on there, man? <laughs> uh, this game, honestly, a trailer was dropped into my chat one night, and I immediately decided to uh, to stream this game right after Stardew was done. So I spent about uh, a couple hours last night playing it. I'll probably finish it tomorrow on my stream, uh, but it's great. It's honestly, it's it's produced so well. The voices are incredible. It's like a Spyro uh, kind of experience, right? We're collecting, you know, bones instead of uh, gems in the levels. And there's different mechanics and, uh, um, you know, locations in London that you're traveling through. There's boss fights, but it feels good, man. I'm surprised at how good it feels for being a game that came out in. Oh God, what was it? It was, I think it said like 2000. I think it was November of 2000. This video game came out. Uh, What are you playing it on? It's the piece. It's a PC game. Um, it was. I'm playing a, a, an old, old, old copy of a PC game. Hmm. Um, so that was also a fun battle to try and get it uh, playing properly on my system because uh, those old games don't play nice in Windows. They want to be full screened, hmm. and there's no settings in there to tweak that or to change it and work for you. I had to find this this wrapper software. Uh, this thing was called. Is this full title of this game Puppies to the Rescue? Yes, exactly. Uh, Puppies to the Rescue. Okay. Um, Fucking not important what the wrapper software is called, but I had to find a, a box essentially, like a virtual box that would wrap this game and let me launch it in its own little environment, short of installing Windows in a virtual box, which I did not want to spend my time doing. But I was able to just launch this, have a resizable window, and then just capture my desktop. Um, it's super finicky. Like if I. 
click away from the screen, it crashes. Like if I go to adjust anything on my stream computer, it just it shuts down. So I got to be real careful. But I got it to work, and I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, I could tell last night on your stream you were you you were playing it in a a windowed environment mm-hmm. and just capturing your screen. Um, but yeah, overall the game ran like a dream, right? Like that thing it did. Man. I, I mean, smooth. Honestly, smooth I, game, smooth game. I thought I'd have to spend most of my time configuring a controller to work with it because it doesn't even have WASD based controls. I I was going to have to run around with the, with the arrow keys on my keyboard. The arrow keys. Yeah, it was it was fucked, man. But I plugged in my Xbox controller, Xbox uh, One controller, restarted the game, and it was usable. And I was able to go in there and assign. Uh, and map the buttons to where I wanted them based on what the skills were. So I, that was honestly, I'm surprised that that, yeah, that's that really surprising. Good. Yeah, but I think yeah. that's more Windows making it work than the game itself. But still, so it wasn't you mad. got a link to this, and somebody in your chat, it was it a challenge? Like somebody was like, Trip Zero, you play so much Destiny, I bet you won't play this game. And then no, just 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 talking about like fun, random, different games to play. You know, because like. I don't know. I'm in a place where where I really like just playing fun experiences and uh, it attracts a lot of people uh, just having these really unique games to play. And like it's fun connecting over that as opposed to just like grinding the most recent week of Destiny, which which kind of is boring as shit from a concept oh, I, perspective. I completely understand. Unless you're doing yeah. something really unique with that game. You yeah, know? when I was streaming. I'm not saying I won't ever play Destiny, but like it's a lot more fun right now to like play something completely off the wall and random as shit as opposed to just hopping on well there's also there's no there's no new content there's nothing new about destiny right now to even have viewers enter entertained you're literally doing the same shit and just grinding the same old bullshit unless you were doing like a challenge or trying to do something you know like a race or something you know there's there's nothing there's nothing new right now Mm -hmm. at least for yeah, I guess Guardian Games could be new, but like, what the fuck is that even? Right. I mean, it's so. essentially a glorified uh, bounty event. Yeah, right. It's fun right. to get behind, but it's more of like a social media event than like a game Correct. event. You know, you can just like yeah. talk shit on the other classes and and put your time in to, to hope that the years wins. But right. on that note, Hunters are looking like they're going to take uh, day two as well as day one. So I'm stoked, baby. Let's go. That is hunters good. are the best class, so I understand. Mm-hmm. That's good. What do I have to do? Do I have to like log in and do something to like yeah. get the rewards for that? Yeah, you got to talk to Zavala, do a thing, and then talk. Actually, talk to Zavala, talk to Eva. Then you have a little case where you can keep your medals in, right? And every time you do like uh, a thing that gets you a medal, which some, playing a strike will get you a medal, you turn mm-hmm. those into uh, to the podium, and then you get rewards for that. Uh, is it like okay. getting a? Is it like getting a Pokemon badge? So, it seems like you're filling up your Pokemon Pokemon badge book. Um, no, it's just like you you can only hold like five of each rarity of like medals. So like one thing in the game will give you like a bronze medal. Something more challenging will be silver. More than that will be gold. So on and so on. And then you just you try yeah, they have value. And then the rarity of the medal gives your class more base points. And then every day those points are tallied. A winner's declared. Lowest class gets a ten percent boost in point value for the next day to help offset differences in player population and, and social media pushes and stuff like that. But even with Titans, you know, of course getting the first bonus today, cause they were third yesterday. Hunters are still uh, with the highest totals from when I uh, last and logged Hunters out. And hunters took third last year, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We just didn't give a shit. Oh, I've it never was, played a single guardian games. That's why I, I did. I'm asking. I think I, I did one. 
bounty last year, but I didn't touch it. I didn't even I didn't do anything to get the uh, exotic, which pissed me off later because you can't get that cabal exotic, the air apparent machine gun, without doing this event. And I just had this gap in my collection all year because it was locked behind that. And that was during the war mine season, which I barely, barely played. Didn't touch it at all. Mm. Uh, but this event is a lot better than last year's. Last year's was literally just bounties. This is a so little you, bit more engaging. So you can get the exotic this year if you didn't get it last year. Yeah. Right, you just, you literally get the quest from, from Eva. So you don't have to do anything crazy. Got it. Yeah, I'll probably. We'll see. Lock, yep. uh, what's your main? Like your main class? I only, I, I only play Hunter. I don't. Okay. I bar- I barely play Hunter, so I don't have time for the other. Like my other classes still haven't even finished the stasis quest to unlock the new subclass. But you main you're you're saying you main hunter. Yeah, yeah. Hunter's the only class mm. I play. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's okay. always been the only class. Yeah. Like on, on D one I used to play them all, but Hunter was always still my main. But I still had the time to manage all three characters, but I just I don't have time to do that now. Like back when when the new raid first came out, like I would still run the raid on all three characters just because it was really fun and we were having a blast playing and it's just free loot. But like I don't grind power on all three characters to try and get all three characters to the max power anymore. Like I don't have I don't have the time or nor do I have the fucking desire. To, no, that, to that do was that, also that, I remember that was also the largest change from D1 play to D2 play. They made it so there was so much shit to do with one character. Because mm-hmm. they were, I well, think, yeah. I think they were tired of people maining three characters and doing that to get more game out of the game. So well, they, they, yeah. Cr- well, also it. remember that you used to be able to break down um, armor from different class types and use it to infuse into your main, which you can't do that anymore. So if my hunter gets a twelve ten drop, I can't put that into a drop on my warlock, and they stopped that specifically from people sharing you know, the loot on all three characters. You can still share weapons, but you can't share armor. So you have to grind all three characters now in order to get them right to the max power, which again is just like I I don't even know if I'll get to max power um on my hunter. Um because it's a grind. You know, the final ten levels is is a is a grind. Um mm-hmm. so yeah. There is a bonus pinnacle now with Guardian games. So well, uh, that's good. Can I ask can I ask a random destiny question? Um, sure. Do you think Destiny will add a fourth class, like a legit fourth playable class? No. You think they'll, they're going to stick with their their three? Uh... I, I I don't. I mean, I don't. Here's the th- okay. I'll let me backtrack. I mean, it's it's a big question. It's a big question. Let me backtrack here. I know absolutely nothing about Destiny lore. When I tell you nothing, I mean I know next to nothing what's happening in any of these fucking storylines. I'm not kidding you. I know probably 5%. I play it to shoot things and literally play with my friends. So for someone like Diamond and and Trip who read the lore books and understand the storylines on a very deep level, they may have a way better answer to this question. But my gut is is that no, they wouldn't. and. I, I just don't I don't think that that would be something on their roadmap. There's too many other things, but who knows? There's a, still a lot of big content releases coming before the game's done. So I don't know. I don't know. Trip, is there anything like lore or storyline wise that would tip you to think that that would be a possibility? 
Um, existing, no. There's there's nothing. It's always been Hunter, Warlock, uh, Titan. But if I mean, I think if they were going to pivot at at that point and add a, and add a fourth, they would do it with the darkness. And they did mention that like they're planning the end of that story. So maybe at the end of that, in like two three years, maybe that's when we get a fourth character. But I think what you said is more on the nose. I just don't see how they would even fit in that development right now with everything else they're trying to handle and juggle. Mm -hmm. And they already know that people are pissed off at them about how they're handling PVP, whether or not they're doing something about it. They know that there's that happening. So like if they were to roll out a fourth, a literal fourth new character, a new class, everyone would just be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Where's all of your development time going? Because we did not need this. Yeah. Like there's like right now, a big, a big sticking point is how, strong states fuel on a, on a fire you know like, right? like like there's so many core mechanic issues that need to be fixed that if they release something new like that without fixing what's broken i think um i think people it's like a balancing nightmare yeah 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 there will yeah. be new subclasses for sure we'll probably get something new in the fall well actually i'm sorry mm. in the in january because they've said they're pushing the next season back to well they're fixing the light subclasses, right yep yeah which is going to be, which is much, 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 much needed. Which will be a good, it'll be a good improvement. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. I thought, good, I thought I'd put question. that out there. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, I think maybe one day, but it's right good. now not not a thing they're working on. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe there, someone has an idea, but it won't be, it won't be soon. I I bet they have someone in a room just just like going, we want to get to to be able to do this, but we're just not there yet. We got. Too oh, many other sure, things man. to like, juggle with anything in life, uh, especially yeah. a business. You got a five year plan, or you should at least, you know. So, like, I'm sure they're like, "Here's where we want to be," and then you take your day to day steps to get to that point. You know, you can't ever make that leap directly, but it should be and like you said. They're they're juggling a lot of story beats right now that you can't necessarily so fit into. I got a hot take. You got to yeah, probably chill on the stories, better. honestly. From someone so who loves the many, stories, man. it's too much. It's too fast. Like I can't, I can't follow it. I, I legitimately can't follow why I'm doing certain things because there's 50,000 named bad guys. So mm-hmm. who the fuck they all are means nothing to me because it's just another alien that I'm shooting. Exactly. The only storyline that I'm invested in is the overarching um, forsaken storyline. Because I feel like Forsaken did a really good job of telling a cohesive story. And each time they continue the Forsaken storyline, they also do a good job with that. But that's like the Forsaken storyline is like 10% of all plots that are happening in Destiny yeah. overall. You know what I mean? So it's just like, mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. find. And then like Diamond seems to follow them all because he goes and reads the lore books and does the research, which is great if that's your thing. But like, I, I can't, I can't keep up it's impossible to me and and that's their own that's the it's like it's a problem they've always had they've always had this problem since the inception of the game yeah i mean i I was someone who said in the beginning of this game that i liked the fact that the lore was outside of the game not for any kind of gameplay reason but i was just like i like that i can play this game shoot things and have fun then also go and like read about the whys behind all of this but like in the game Maybe they're not telling a very exciting story, but like you get the beats, right? Sure. This is the bad person. This is why we're doing this. The strikes all had stories, which they still do, but like the strike had a story, the game had a story. That's all you need. Like right now, they're doing this week over week 
uh, episodic content, which is a very cool concept. But in a loot game, in a game that where you just want to go in there and shoot some shit, you really have to wade through the story, whether or not you want to. Like there are cutscenes that I have to watch three times because I am someone unlike Locke who is juggling my characters. I have to watch like a new cutscene watch characters have cool in-game conversations, which we've now evolved to this point. Then I got to go do a mission, then do some other bullshit and go watch the next cutscene. And like they force you not only to do it, but to do it again and again and again, if you are juggling a character. So at a certain point, I stopped paying attention because it's a barrier to playing the game. And that's where you've gone too far into the story realm. When you're preventing people from playing the game because you're giving them story because we said years ago there wasn't enough story. So it's always like this cat and mouse game going back and forth. But right, right. now, I think the scales are tipped way too heavily in the, uh, in the story aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go because I'm, I'm super brief. I'm going to just, I'm going to talk a little bit about trials and then, uh, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about Warzone here. So, yes, so we have please, please explain what's going on with um, Warzone today. So, just really quickly to end the Destiny conversation, I just wanted to share, you know, Trip mentioned, um, pvp being in a bad spot so i we uh this weekend uh one of the best rewards in trials happened to be the three win reward and was also the flawless win reward so me and my two other friends decided to try and go flawless and we played for two whole nights um and on three occasions on our game seven win like we would have went flawless we faced blatant cheaters oh Um, no and it's uh, it's trash. demoralizing, dude. It's like it's it sucks. Like it really, see, really sucks. Did you see Swetzel? Um, put out a gigantic rant about it too. Uh, I did. Was, was facing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a super popular weekend, right? So there's a lot of actual players playing, but it also means there's more cheaters because the rewards are better, and there's more people doing account recoveries and cheating, or just doing account recoveries in general because everybody wants the loot. Um, cause, man. So it was. It was. Like, what it was pretty bad. And then, and then it makes us feel bad to like lose to a better team and get that like that free loss and then make it all the way to game seven and then lose to a cheater and like and there's nothing you can do about it. What is a count recovery lock? Uh, I give you my like I'm a like I so there's streamers that do account recoveries who essentially you pay them money, you give them your login details to Steam, they log in as you and play on your character and get you the loot and then log out and you reset your password. And then that's it. It technically breaks terms and conditions of uh, destiny's terms of conditions, but account recoveries have been a thing since like halo two on Xbox live when you would just give someone your live login credentials. Um, Uh, World of Warcraft did that for a long time. People bought gold mining services and leveling services. So yep. many yep. games still to this day. Yeah. Account recoveries is a very normal practice. It's just, it sucks in destiny because you have like a top 1% player who then is now on an account. That's a bottom 10% player. And you're now being matched up against that person or that team regularly because they're, they're running card after card after card, always going flawless. Cause they're that good. Right. So they're, always in the in the matchmaking pool and it's always on a new account and you always have a chance of of facing them that's why one of the one of the and and account one of the things that they were people suggest is to make once you go flawless you get moved into a separate pool of players that you can only play against people that have gone flawless which is a good idea in theory but 
account recoveries wouldn't fall into that category because they're just logging into a new account, right? right. So it is it is a problem. Um, yeah, but we have we have awful. to think of why people pay for this service. There's in-game mechanics that are broken that make someone feel like they need to spend actual money to get the loot, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, it's just it sucks that we lost to to three cheaters. Uh, so blatant that when we looked them up on Trials Report, which is a website that you can go to and see like stats and things, that each person that we faced had a sub 1.0 KD overall in Crucible, but oh. for the week, but for the weekend, all had like six plus KDs for the weekend, and then like and then like hit okay. nothing but headshots, you know. So it's just right. like you right. know they weren't like the blatant like shooting infinite rocket launchers at us. They were just the the kid that. You couldn't yeah. you couldn't challenge any lanes because you were going right. to die instantly. Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and on one card specifically, game six, we faced a cheater and beat them, and then game seven got another cheater and oh, lost. God, man, I bet you guys so felt bad. like that was it. Like you felt like you climbed the mountain at mm-hmm. that point, and you just had to chill. That's and so get through whatever team came next. That's fucking yeah, it's, awful. It's, yeah. So at that point, after the second night, we I was just like, that's it. I'm done. Like, yeah, just, why would you it's just like and yeah, I, I later on in the week that you play like if you're not there friday or, what did you guys play saturday saturday we played, sunday we played saturday sunday yep yeah i mean it's yep. not a huge difference probably but like the earlier in the week it probably would be less aggressive because yeah, like we were gonna play monday playing yeah monday at that point is all like nothing top, but recovers. yeah top top pvp players in either really good people recovs or nothing but cheaters no average person or person in our realm of skill set is playing on a monday you know what i mean more than likely yeah so it's just like that's you know that's solely because of the reset on tuesday right it's just it, just Monday is not a popular day to game. You know what I mean? For like most people, most people are going to play Friday, Saturday, you know, that are just dipping their toes into trials. It's why a lot of streamers like Fallout plays, who's a popular content creator in Destiny is actually now doing trials on Stadia because there's no cheating. Oh, wow. So he's Damn. he's now playing it on the the player population is is super small, but you don't have to worry about cheating in any extent because it's it's on Stadia. And cross so. save allows him to bring his character over mm-hmm. there exactly damn yep. dude so i got that uh it's actually it's, on stadia. it's actually some, it's actually something that we joked about like are we really going to sign up for stadia, just, stadia for the weekend just to fucking just to do this it's like it's it just sucks man it's just like and i know i'm like you know it's the same old tune it's just it's just frustrating to have to like choose to do that with my game night and then that's where it ends every yeah. fucking time you know it's it's just stupid yeah um but warzone so warzone there's currently a live event happening that kicked off that happened today but we've been leading up to today so i'll, I'll share a little bit about where we got to today and then what's happening currently so um a few weeks prior there were some teaser trailers and some other things happening in social media and then we started getting areas of the map that would have um, red lines through them. And when you landed there, um, zombies were there in those sections of the, of the um, map inside of the battle Royale mode. You can kill the zombies. If you did a little event inside that area, you were rewarded with a chest that would have good loot. Um, And it was just like a little thing that happened and week over week, there would be a social media tease that would say, okay, the zombies have been spotted leaving shipwreck and have moved to, x location and now two areas of the map would be 
places with zombies. And that happened for a few weeks. And then we got to the point where um, missiles in game started flying over our heads and we would get like banners in game that would say like containment protocol level two, um, you know, all of these different like, you know, mechanics in game. Um, and it got to the point where now areas of the map had gas surrounding them that when you went inside of them, you took damage. And if you died inside of them, you became a zombie. Um, and mm. you would, you would, you would play the game out and you would literally become a zombie and then you could go and kill other battle royale players um it was a little broken because the zombies the zombies could see other players and since you're in a team of four i could be a zombie and scout for you and give you call outs and let you know Uh, where people are so it's a little cheesy but it wasn't overly powered not many people did it most people just played the game so thank god for that because that could have been really broken um which then they teased last week that today at 3 p.m was going to be a live event uh part two happens tomorrow and then i think there's a part three so what today's event was was there was only one game mode available which was called something to the effect of like the destruction of verdansk verdansk is the air is the map name um and you dropped in like you normally would only there was no circle it was just the whole map was red of gas and the map was closing in like the circle was getting smaller and smaller uh you spawned with guns um and um there were zombies and if you died you became a zombie and once the entire um lobby was nothing but zombies um they nuked the map the map blew up with a nuke and then the cutscene ended so uh there's actually a really cool clip of dr disrespect who um he was a juggernaut so the way that they did this is you could pick up juggernaut suits which is essentially like a massive suit of armor like fallout style and you have like a a, a machine gun right um and they, they were on the areas of the map and you could pick them up because the zombies don't take much to kill um but they keep coming you keep respawning and the lobbies are 150 people and remember the circle's getting smaller. So he jumps off of this area of the map and lands on the street and literally is like World War Z style being swarmed with actual players. They're not AI. They're actual players trying to kill him because they're all now zombies and he's just spraying the Tommy gun. But finally, they overpower him like World War Z style, like, you know, 149 zombies overthrow him. That sounds him. really cool. Um, And then... And then it then turns into they fire off a nuke. You see a nuke, you know, come out from I don't know if we know where it's been shot from, but a nuke comes out, uh, flies over the map and then hits the stadium, which is like a centralized point of the map. And then it just shows the nuclear explosion. And then I think it's end scene. Does that Um, mean that Dr. Disrespect was the winner? Like, like I guess he he was was the remaining guy in in a sense, in a sense, like. It would have kept going until he uh, until he became a zombie, because the idea is, okay. if we think of them as like singular things, not the fact that everyone's playing this simultaneously. If you think of it as a singular event at that point, there's no other living humans on Verdansk. So we're forced to nuke the map to contain the zombie, you know, um, yeah. So then the map is nuked and then it's end scene. And then now at this point, you can't play it. The, the event's over, so if we boot up Warzone, the map is gone. Oh, um, shit. We can only play the secondary map, 
which is uh, Rebirth Island, which is a which is an island off of Verdansk, which is a smaller battle royale. Um, and then part two kicks off tomorrow. Um, let me really quickly uh, wiggles Damn. from our wiggles from our Discord actually posted the um, the. Are they gonna uh, do like a? Uh like a radioactive map, like a, like the wreckage kind of thing. So there's, yeah, there's, um, so it was called the destruction of Verdansk part one is, is what it was, um, today. Um, yeah. So I, we, we don't know what's going to happen with the new map. There were leaks showing an 80 style map, like an 80 style Verdansk of like when it was being built. Mm. So like the downtown area, which was skyscrapers and heavily populated and dense was like, just being constructed but like i don't know how lore wise that's going to turn into this because cold war is is happening simultaneously with Warzone, and cold war is obviously happening in the 80s but i'm not sure how they would make an 80s style map make sense lore wise in Warzone. but that's what the leak showed was that we were going to revert to this older um this older version of the map but we'll see um I'm trying to find the schedule of when part two happens tomorrow. I think it's the same time. I think it's like 3 p.m. Um, tomorrow we get we get the next part. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so the, their last tweak said uh, Verdansk has fallen. Updated protocol. 2 p.m. Pacific time. Seek safety from Verdansk on Rebirth Island. 9 p.m. Pacific time. Update your comms and investigate Rebirth Island. 12 p.m. 422 return tomorrow to rebirth for updated instructions oh, um, so tomorrow at 3 p.m there will be another live event that will happen um which Sheesh. is the next which is the next part of this so um yeah i mean it's it's kind of a mixed bag um most content creators loved it um that i watched there were, there were a few server issues when it was happening like when the first rounds hit i was watching tim the tap man do it while i was working and their game crashed every time oh, um like every like every lobby crashed um but then dr disrespect finished it while their game was crashing so it was very inconsistent i think their servers were just getting hit really hard this is the first time that they're doing an in-game event the game yeah, su- like, the game is super first, popular yeah? yeah the game yeah yeah um definitely their first game event the game's you know super popular i'm sure people that you know took off of work for this or were breaking from work and playing so their servers were definitely getting hit hard um so yeah i mean i think it's really cool i'm really excited to see what the new map is like i was getting i've played a lot of warzone so i was definitely tired of the same map you know you can only play the same map so many times um so i'm excited to see where they go with it um you know so Fortnite, where sorry yes yeah, sorry where where is it at right now so we're in a in between phase between this yes. and tomorrow's event mm-hmm. um the normal battle royale mode isn't available currently correct you can only play squads or du- duos on rebirth and rebirth um, is what ex- sorry we're, i don't think i've played rebirth rebirth was a was a map that came out a few seasons ago that's just an island um super small like very mm. very small in comparison to verdansk um and it's a smaller drop population wise. So Verdansk was 150 players dropping into the map. I'm going to get this wrong, but I want to say Rebirth was like 50 players, maybe even less, somewhere okay. in that ballpark. Um, and it was I always think available. The BR was 150. That's wild. It's a lot of people. Yeah. 
It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Hundred. It's the mo- It's the biggest br, I believe. Yeah, for sure. Um. So it wasn't. It wasn't super popular, Neo, because most people played regular, like br. They didn't really play Rebirth Island. Um. But Rebirth Island has a cool mechanic, Neo, where if another player of your um, squad is up, you automatically respawn. Mm. Um, so there's so like it's 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 a twist of the traditional battle now royale. The name makes sense. Rebirth <laughs> Island. I think I think I did play a few rounds of this to Wiggles while we were waiting for you the other night to finish your gun upgrade. Your gun. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Um, so right now that's the only thing that that's there. Um, and then we'll see what happens tomorrow at 3 p.m. I'm assuming anyone that's playing Rebirth at that time, there will be another event that kicks off. Um, and who knows what it's going to be. Um, and I guess that would technically be part two. I feel like there was a third part, but I'm not entirely sure. I can't find the original tweet um, that Wiggles uh, posted. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's, it's always cool to see these live events happen and the games change. It is cool. Um, just to see what the developers are kind of thinking about and doing and plotting to keep us engaged. I mean, like there was a lot of people watching Warzone today, like Nick Merckx, who is a super popular Warzone player. Um, who's someone that I watch frequently cause he's hilarious. He usually averages about 40 to 60,000 people like average. I think he peaked today at like 135 damn dude holy um, and he, shit and he's only one streamer now no one else was that close but if you look at the total number of people watching the warzone event through twitch it was probably really high um so there's a lot of eyes on it um and seeing the success that's happened from Fortnite with in-game events um you know i think uh activision and raven software um definitely needed to make this a good event so hopefully it continues and it's a showstopper and you know everyone loves it by the end um so we'll see we'll see nice that's wild it's a lot of people watching dude. it's crazy felix what's going on oh what's going on what how you doing dude on? what is going on what was i playing guys what was i playing oh you were playing final fantasy 7 remake yeah trip zero I mean, I, and and I, neo I, I fucking... trip zero and neo they got the fucking earful. I don't you worry. Yeah. I was I was playing Valorant with Neo when he told me what you texted him, and I yep. told him to can, stop fucking. I, I told I told him to stop listening to you because you're a crybaby, Felix. <laughs> I'm Felix. a crybaby, Felix. Can I, I don't, I'm not gonna obviously like put your texts on the camera in a readable state, but can I scroll through my phone and just show like the density of yeah, what I was ahead. getting from you, please? <laughs> Okay, so this is a bonus, obviously, if you don't know, and you're listening to the podcast later. We do broadcast live sometimes. You get bonuses like this. I'm going to right now scroll <laughs> through my phone uh, and just just for vi- a visual representation. Is this of, a group? Uh, is this a group? Is this a group? No, or did you text both. No, of no, no. I'm literally texting, texting both of them. So now that I know that it blows my mind even more that you were side texting Neo nearly the same thing you were texting me. I would literally pause the game when I was angry about something and I'd go. All right, send the same exact question to Neo or or Trip or back and forth. Uh, I'm just trying to find the right exact spot. I don't want to overrepresent don't, your don't. statements here. Here we go. Okay, so it's going to start on Monday. Right? <laughs> right, 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 right. right. I replied a couple times. And I got ready for stream. As I'm, this is where I started streaming. And he just, he just keeps on, keeps on sending. And I'm like, this is the next day. I'm like, I'm sorry, I was streaming, but here's what I think. Um, 
just you were you were in it man you were having some feelings while you were playing this game yeah it was really intense um i completed it the game is done on normal so it's completed but um yeah man i just started like look it's been wearing on me for a while not just the final boss fight <laughs> it's just uh, the problem i was having with this game i've already stated Every, started with the Hell House. At, at, it started with the Hell House, and progressively <laughs> after that, every boss fight just was like, "Oh God, this is just okay." I gotta Here it comes. No, I just had to like re-slot all materia. I couldn't use the same thing every single time. It was just took a lot of like pausing and an- analysis to figure out like how to play the game. And like I know that's how these games work. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not criticizing the game because of of how it works, because that's how it works. I get it. But, like, it just became cumbersome, really cumbersome. You know, I had to, like, slow down. And then when I got to the very end and all those texts were coming at you, it was when I realized there's a whispers fight, which is really long, which took me, like, two hours to do. You, you, I don't think you can do it in under two hours because there's so many little cutscenes you can't fucking skip. Like, that pisses me off, dude. Like, you have these mini cuts. You have the normal cutscenes in the game that you can skip. You just hold yeah. down the triangle, but there's these they're in like fight, in fight cutscenes. Yeah, they're like tr- transitional cutscenes that bring you from one fight yeah. to the next fight. Yeah. I can't skip those at all. And I just had to keep rewatching them. So I was getting progressively angrier. And then I found <laughs> out when I finally beat the Whispers fight, and this is the worst part, that then Sephiroth comes in. And then it's like you just have to do it. It's you versus him, yeah. You're there, and there's you know, and there's no save. There is a way to redo your materia, so there is a way to do that. Um, because I noticed, like, very late in the game, not early on, that you have triangle that you can hold down to skip the cutscene. Yes, and there's a cuts, secondary button, a square. You hold the. Well, I'm, yep. on play, I'm on PlayStation clearly, but you hold down the square, and that will bring up. Um, uh, the the menu right after you skip the cutscene. It'll tell you. It's like, do you want to like prep for this fight? And you can right. press that button yeah. while the cutscene's happening. Yeah. And um, that was pretty much the reason I was able to beat Sephiroth because I realized that that was there, and I was like, oh, well, then I'll just come out of this and prep it. What I didn't realize because I'm stupid, and I have two consoles now that can do this, and I just didn't think of it. I kept texting them and going, "There's no save between the whispers and Sephiroth." What can I do? Can I, what do I do? Like, what do I do? You know? <laughs> and I was like, is it auto saving? You know, or I kept asking it over and over again and I checked all these forums and nobody had an answer. So I finally, and I was, was literally like, like, just, just pause it. He's just, like, no, pause like, it. <laughs> you, you said pause. And I thought in my head, well, if my PlayStation yeah. shuts off, I'll lose progress. And, and it was, it wasn't until I shut it off that I went, you know what? I should have just used the switcher. You know, the switch, the new feature of PlayStation 5 and Xbox is your ability to leave a game and go back to the exact spot you were. And I just didn't think of that. I just forgot that that was an available feature. Does sound like a nice feature, yeah. But it's a pretty convenient feature. The game was well, harder than normal. That's the only thing I'm mad about. TLDR. That's it. It was harder than normal. Their well, definition of uh, normal depends. They, their <laughs> definition of normal is hard. <laughs> Their definition of normal is hard. I think it, you're putting your definition of normal into their definition of normal. 
and that's where they where they yeah. butt heads. Right yeah, there. yeah, we're having I a mean, conflict. It's there. it's it's no secret that I I don't like that last fight. I don't think it fits in in the game. No, it's it's, it's just it's, it takes it's, a, it's Kingdom Hearts Junior in Final Fantasy. Did it take you guys the, a lot a long time to do it? Or yeah, I didn't do it for the first try. It it took me yeah, I died two a lot or too. three maybe. Um, but, but it it like it's like a a huge heel turn pivot for like this ending of the game, which by all means is not how the original game played out at all. Like, uh, please Felix, listen to our, our spoiler cast, uh, for the final fantasy seven. We, we talk a lot of, we do a lot of talk about the ending. Um, and total shift for sure at the end. It's, it's crazy. And as a new player, it doesn't help either because I mean, I I don't, I guess I'm not going to spoil it, but they show you other characters that, aren't introduced yet and aren't important and you're just watching the screen going i don't know who the, <laughs> the fuck you're talking about, you're talking about zach saying, fucking zach uh, bro hey, bro boy yeah, zach like i was streaming the last text was oh who the fuck is zach <laughs> i was like yeah. who in the fuck, the fuck is, is zach like, yeah. <laughs> like no i wasn't mad and about clearly that. clearly they put that in there because the the old school fans, right? The people who played the other, you know, the old game are like, Oh shit. It's shit's yeah, I mean, crazy. It's, shit's it's going win-win. nuts. Either, right? either it's a tease. Cause you know what it is or it's a tease. Cause you're like, I want to know who that is. Does it's, Zach, a, it's a smart decision. to play Just that, tell me know? one thing. Does Zach become a playable character later on in other sections of the game? No. So uh, Zach is, Zach is like wedge or, or, Zach, or you'll find out or you can play the original. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. But yeah, um, that that ending fight though, Felix, I I agree with you. It is. I don't think it had any place being a final boss fight. Like I, that was, con- con- it, for me, it was like total nonsense of a way to like cap a game. Like they they like just just to have an epic boss fight at the end just seems like they wanted to shoehorn in there instead of just leaving a cliffhanger, which they did, and just not having this like flashy fight. Like um, one of the complaints that we had in the spoiler cast or I had in the spoiler cast was they they hoist Sephiroth on you as a main as as a final boss in part one of their remake when he's not relevant to you at this point in time. Right. You don't know his purpose in the story. No. You don't get introduced to him really in Seems the middle section. He's very fucking godlike, too. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. This guy's got yeah. everything going on. You know, like- they they. They, they, it feels like they shoehorned him in there because he's a recognizable villain. He's he is a one of the most popular Final Fantasy villains that you you fight fight Sephiroth at the end of the game. Like that's like literally what it felt like that they were doing, and that that did bother me with that choice. But is it, like my my question is 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 it going to feel worth it fighting him later right because right. you're gonna you're gonna fight like, him later oh right? my god well, another it means horrible sephiroth fight <laughs> you know it means, it means you're gonna get a battle like you had at the end of this one that's probably gonna be even more aggressive than this one yeah. Bro, so, um, yeah so get ready fighting sephiroth in final or in um the original kingdom hearts was so goddamn difficult yeah oh my that god that was very tough well, I will tell you, Trip. That's how uh, this kind of felt like this. Honestly, this this final ending boss. The the con, uh, conceptually, the fight is three different beings, and you have to like you have to fight all of them at the same time, and they're all doing their own thing. Of course, so you're just going to get fucked if you don't dodge or learn their skill sets or focus one down or like or whatever. So mm-hmm. I I get the you know the difficulty and the frustration, but I personally enjoyed 
the challenge of it, even if I didn't agree with it from a story perspective as to why the hell we're fighting these weird ass. Yeah, it it, it let you things. take the fighting mechanics to to their limits, right? Like everything you learn throughout the game to fight. Yeah, you now you now you have, have to. to. That was that was and, the pinnacle. And what was yeah. what I I didn't say this to you, Phil. I don't want to ruin anything. Yeah, but. You kept talking about your strategy. Where it didn't work. You would, it didn't fucking work. I knew, and I knew it wouldn't. And I was like, let him just play this out. Right? You had the strategy where you wouldn't touch Cloud. You would leave Cloud alone because you saw Cloud as the most capable computer-controlled character. Yes. When the computer was letting him do his thing, he was the most effective. He still was in that to- fight. He still was in that fight. But right. there was something that those fucking whispers did, and even Sephiroth, that made that impossible for me. I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't just leave Cloud alone because Cloud yeah. was was my damage dealer in that fight. He really was doing a lot of a lot of the damage. Mm-hmm. Um, no, what I ended up finding was the most effective way to beat all of that, except for Sephiroth, because you have to use Punisher mode. In in both of those fights, you have to alternate between the characters constantly. You can never, st- especially Sephiroth. Sephiroth, you have to cu- you have to flip. You flip. Look, here's what I don't understand, because you can't use items when you do hard mode. I had I couldn't I didn't get <laughs> through this version of the fight without items. I don't right. I, I don't I don't know. It, this is what I want to ask you about hard mode. Uh, I really want to know. Mm-hmm. So if if I were to play hard mode, am I starting at the level I'm at now? Yes, n- I am. Okay. So yes. go, I'm like level 32, all the characters. So the, if I, that if fight I, will be designed for level 50. When you get there, you'll have to be there or else you're going to get absolutely just boned. Okay. And then you're going to have to like be mechanically perfect to probably get through it. So you just replay the game over again. And at that point, you'll be able to get a lot of um, uh, rel- uh, revival and, uh, you know, like better um, materia, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so I think you, you get a, a materia... Um, leveling bonus too on a new game plus so like you're going to be able to like craft your your skill sets and your abilities really easily and level up shit so their hard is called essentially using it if you need to their hard mode is essentially a new game plus mode that's Mm -hmm. what it is that makes me that gives me a little bit like if i want to consider doing hard like that gives me a little (laughs) bit more no it gives me a little bit more confidence I definitely would sure, not go into sure. it with. I definitely would not go into it without <laughs> researching a lot. Right. Like I think re- that's the point. Ahead. You have to at yeah. this point. You have to like, yeah. if you're gonna play that, you have to know that shit in and out, and you have to realize that even if you know your shit in and out, you're still gonna get fucked. You're gonna like have to learn how each fight feels and how you've got to like move and dodge and just like really play like to your absolute pinnacle. Right. Because you 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 can only heal when you're at those. Uh, um, benches you know so it's like when you get to that fight if you're not if all your characters are not fully maxed in everything you you can't even enter the fight you know benches no, also do not refill your uh magic oh, in hard wow. mode just your health wow so that would be Damn. really hard wouldn't it mm-hmm. <laughs> yes it would yeah not gonna do that anytime soon um maybe never i don't know Find out. <laughs> uh, neo what have you been up to? Um, I haven't played anything really new besides Valorant. I did some Warzone and Valorant with you guys. Uh, I played another Monster Hunter fight. The game is still, still a great game. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good Monster Hunter, you guys. Uh, I want to get to the end game of that. So that's probably what I'm going to try and get back and work on. That's it. That's all I've been doing. I have nothing really new to report. 
or anything like that. But um, nice. definitely play Monster Hunter. Just gaming and having fun. Yeah, uh, I see people Game talking about fun. Monster Hunter nonstop. It seems like a really, really great version of that. It's got another, and like what they're doing is, is they're rolling out new updates for it. So actually, at the end of the month, I'm looking at the 21st right now of April. Uh, the end of the All month, right. they have another patch dropping. They're throwing in more monsters, and with new monsters comes new armor sets and new variety. So cool man just keep keep giving us more stuff to fight and do um Mm -hmm. the game the game feels great i i wonder how the like if i wonder if they'll even do like an iceborne like expansion for it um where it like adds more mechanics and more areas to do like that would be honestly like if they if they treated this game like they treated world um in expansion regards i'd be all in on that because the game just feels i i love how they are treating this as if it's like okay we learned we took the feedback from world and now we're giving you that version and improving upon that like the movement just just the movement alone in that game the improvement over it is just it hands down the best thing about it just i was watching about um, movement feels great I, i was i was looking at a tweet um is the is that mechanic with the um wire bugs with, with with like the grapple is is it called wire bugs is that what the in-game yeah yeah Hermes? is that a, that's a new mechanic to monster Hunter? brand new yep mm-hmm. so there was a there was a tweet that had a slow-mo video of somebody like running with like their weapon and like pole vaulting into the air with it flipping over a monster then wire what is it wire what wire, wire bugs yeah, wire bugs like then flipped around to face the monster again, then wire bugged like to a pole back to the monster. They did another flip and then like drove their stake into like the top of the monster. Um, It was like a really cool like sequence. Like there was no like it was, there was no damage numbers or UI or anything. It was just like, just just, like visually flipping around the map. Yeah. You're watching the animations play out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it was cool. It was, it it was really cool. That sounds like, um, that sounds like a Sunil legend gift from Twitter. The mm, guy who maybe. he's like a gifter and oh, he makes awesome say, gifts of games. He's the person who was doing um, the like the Last of Us, like really stylistic gameplay. Th- those were really really fun to watch. He's good. He does a lot of Last of Us, Devil May Cry, um, Monster Hunter, Spider Man, PS Four Five Edition. Um, there's there's something else that's different uh, than that, but I know this person. Uh, I've seen a couple of videos on on YouTube. They do like specifically Breath of the Wild fights like this that are just so like for no reason aggressively like technical and movement based just just to be flashy just literally for the point of it and it looked cool as shit and you you end up watching this like i didn't know you could move like this in that that. video game yeah and and so add on to what Locke saw like those are all legit things that i've done like i've done things in this game where it's like you wire bug you're fighting a monster and he's just running around you. You wire bug into a cliff face that he's fighting like, like that you're next to. And I've done a thing where I've, I'll post some clips on Twitter because I have a bunch of clips in my switch. Um, but you'll wire bug to a wall, run along the wall, flip off, use a wire bug and you can like hang in the air and then propel yourself forward, wire bug into the monster and then do like a draw attack mm-hmm. into it. And like it just looks and feels amazing. Just just knowing you can like move around the monster more and you're not just a fucking guy wielding a 20 ton sword slowly around the monster. You can actually like make make it a movement 
Right. Your movement feels right. really good in, yeah. in, in Monster Hunter, and That's it cool. complements the game really well. Um, I see a lot of people in our Discord going like, yo, I tried going back to World after playing a lot of Rise, and man, it just feels like an older game now just because the movement system has been updated so much. That's um, wild, honestly. For a Switch game to beat out a console version. Just gameplay and mechanic wise, is that's all yeah. they're doing? Right. They improve the mechanics, yeah. But hell that's yeah, wild man. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll try and find. It's going to be almost impossible to find that clip again. But I'll I'll try and find it and share it in the Monster Hunter chat in our Discord just so you can see which one I was talking about because it was it was really cool. Yeah, it was like, does. and they also did it in like slow mo too. You know, like the the perfect mm-hmm. speed to like watch it all happen and unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was it was well done. So I'll see if I can find it and share it. But, um. Cool. So we wanted to Felix, what did you say we were talking about tonight? PlayStation. Yeah, That's Sony correct. had to backtrack on some shit this week. So Yeah, okay. it's a big window into well, uh, a lot of the news that yeah, was because, happening this week. There's been a lot of things. Lock, they they basically like said a few weeks ago that they were going to discontinue the Vita store and discontinue what was the other one? Was it the play? PS3 digital PS3, store and yeah. and the PSP. So right. there are two of their handheld consoles and the PS3. Uh, all those stores were going to be shut down. No more access. Uh, they did later clarify and say, if you own the games, you're going to be able to download them digitally to your library. Like if you delete them, you can re-download the copy. Um, but they're shutting down access to the store. Well, they put out a little press release saying oops oops we now recognize that this is important to our players and to our community which translates to they saw a shit ton of money coming in at everyone's last ditch effort to grab these games and realize oh my god there is a market for this um maybe we keep the lights on for a little bit longer yep they are still closing the psp store in july that's okay that's okay (laughs) (laughs) it's fine Fuck those fans. PS, PSP you can play on uh, the Vita as long as it's digitally. And then also the Vita and the 3 are very compatible with their like their branded digital package that they brand as PS1 Classics. Those are like interchangeable systems, right? Like if you own that on one, you can play it on the other and vice versa. So it makes sense that it's like it's probably one platform literally and you just access it through their different console windows. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's a move that makes sense for them. Uh, now that they can see, like, a, probably a financial benefit, but it's also like it's it is good PR, and they've needed some good PR because there's been a lot of decisions lately that have put Sony in a bad light, and they have just seemed tone deaf to any of it, and just committed to walking down uh, the whatever path they were they were they were on. Yeah, because for a long time during the PS4 era, it seemed like their thought process was, "We're do anything we do, it's for the gamers. It's for the games, the creativity." Um, and I've used a lot of examples, like just the fact that Media Molecule got to fund a game like Dreams, and Sony was like, "Yeah, just make whatever you want." And in, that game is not making a ton of money. It's a creative outlet style game where you can create and make your own game. It's a game that it's a platform to make your own games in, right? Sony said, yeah, do it, man. That's great. Like, make make something creative. And then they make decisions like this, where it's like the business brain takes over, right? It's it, Sony is constantly at a fight with itself, where they're like, creative brain 
yes, make all the games you want. St- mm-hmm. Studios, do what you want. Death Stranding, carrying a baby on your st- on your chest while you're just just a walking simulator. Yes, do make it. Just make it. And then they do stuff like this where they're like, "Yeah, we'll shut down the store. No one's playing the old games." Or they'll go, "Uh, no, nah, we don't need a Game Pass like solution. Screw it. Put put the baseball game on on you know in Game Pass day one because." MLB well I guess and that was an MLB decision actually actually that's I don't know if that's a good example but MLB said yeah you got to put it you got to put it on Game Pass day one when, during the launch so I don't know like Sony Sony has a lot of weird decisions uh, when it comes to their business side as well as their gaming side um, I mean we talked about this last like week ben a little Studio bit news yeah it's, this was like the Ben Studios news did we talk about that yeah we did we hit it and it was all it was like the same kind of conversations, but in in the negative light. Where I think the the thing we landed on was that Sony's committed to its path, regardless of like what happens in front of it, and and they've been doing this for years. It's just that the things they were doing were aligning with how players played games, with what players valued in their ecosystems, and Sony hasn't changed, but the world around Sony has changed. And I think in these past couple of weeks, especially that shit's come to a head. And everyone's like, whoa, Sony kind of sucks, man. They're really, really kind of dumb about everything that's happening right now. Yeah, they they were one of the last people putting up that wall for crossplay. Remember? Yes. That was like mm-hmm. a huge deal. Everyone was, was like, yeah, that was like two or three years ago. Like, uh, what yeah. game was it? There was a game that Fortnite. sparked this conversation. Thank you. They were like, we're good to go. We're just waiting on Sony to flip the switch. Yeah, Everyone's like, oh my God, is that easy? Well. Because Sony's yeah. been like, oh, we can't do that. We'll have to rebuild was- the internet pipes. It just doesn't work that no, easily. No, there is the internet was- pipes. And they're no. like, no, they Sony's- just got to flip the switch. Sony's excuse for crossplay was like, well, we don't, we can't control who you experience with, you know, your experiences right. on the other too. platforms. And I'm like, dude, it's the same on all the platforms. Like, yeah, they literally get, get think of the children your mom and sh- as yeah, the reason why they didn't want to like do crossplay. Yeah. Oh yeah, they they did a pearl clutch, didn't they? Think of someone typing the word "cock" in chat to your son. Do you want that? Do you want them to see that word? Can literally happen. I don't know, Sony, bro. I'm on Twitch all the time. There's some pretty weird ass yard, but who knows, man? I guess that makes sense. (laughs) Like it just—it's nothing like holds up to a microscope. But like it sounded like a good PR thing to just you know get people off their backs for their decision of not wanting to share uh, their game's playability. Yeah, but I mean, then things change. Things shifted in huge ways in the past couple of years. And they're still doing Sony things. Locked. Um, because, because they are a Japanese con- company, do you think their approach to business is just different? Do you think it could be uh, cultural? I'm just... Um, I, I don't You know, I don't know enough about that. Um, I mean, you could say the same thing about Nintendo, right? Because right, they, they make right. some weird ass decisions, and they're also a Japanese company. No, but I'm I not. Think, I'm, I'm just I saying. Think, just I think it, different, probably to a certain extent, right? Yeah. I, I think um, the the difference with like Sony is, I guess, like Sony proper. The top top part of Sony is a Japanese company, right. but then like you know, Sony the, Entertainment the, America, the tree, the tree yeah. branches that come down from Sony. Yeah, it's very, very very American. So I'm sure I'm sure an executive at the top of Sony Entertainment has to talk to Sony proper and follow some type of Mm -hmm. precedent rules or guidelines. But like. I don't know, it's that's a really good point. It's it's a it's a good question to ask. 
Um, yeah, I, ju- I just was. Because, I was just thinking of it. You know, like because uh, also Nintendo. I, I honestly, N- I Nintendo honestly has, think that they interesting. Like, right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, just Nintendo um, has interesting business practices as well. Which I think they both overvalue themselves. I think uh, they both yes. think so highly of themselves that they think they can do whatever they want is what I truly think. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's just if that is seated in Japanese culture in general or they were just a lot, the, of, a lot of honor in that culture. A lot of honor. Or they were or they've all had extreme highs in their respective areas of businesses that they think very very highly of themselves. Mm-hmm. Microsoft was literally the bottom of the fucking barrel for a long time. So they're like <laughs> fucking trying to wanna, climb out. You want to play an original Xbox game <laughs> and you want us to remaster it and play it on your newest console? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Right? Like <laughs> like you know that it's just like it's it's just two complete different mindsets and the way that it pans out is very uh consumer focused or not consumer focused and when a company thinks very highly of themselves and what they produce it it comes through as selfish selfish decisions which we've seen right the the decisions were actually like reversed in the 360 ps3 era when 360 was killing it man they were on a hot streak everyone that was the system to get at the time and sony was kind of struggling with the high priced console they had a high priced console they right. weren't getting the games were harder to make and perform on the ps3 because of the cell processor and then the ps4 and xbox one era came and it, and then things flipped when sony went mm-hmm. okay we're the underdog now we need to make decisions that are better for the consumer and they did that with the ps4 and right. Xbox One goes, well, we're ahead right now. Let's make our all-in-one media box with the Kinect that you can enjoy. And then, yeah, you watch these companies make decisions that they thought they were they were that was right, and it paid off for Sony in this in in the previous generation and going into this one. But how crazy would it be if we saw it literally flip again? Because it kind of is. Xbox is literally doing Game Pass and doing all these amazing things with their ecosystem, and then Sony's like shit man we'll just make whatever games we think are going to sell now well you know days gone didn't do that great so screw it like put them on the on the last of us remaster remake again you know like man Ooh, like, like we don't Sony, need that like we don't i love we, that game it's like one of my favorite games of all time I love like, it we, too. Don't, we, don't, we don't need another one like it's okay i need it you know what i mean it, like we don't need it the game still holds up right like you don't remake a, a <laughs> no, game that no <laughs> that is still like within a generational reach like <laughs> I'm just right pl- no. i was just it's, playing it's, it two it's months crazy. ago I was playing it two months ago, and it's fucking amazing. I was playing yeah, it. Yeah, you could play on... the fucking original. You could play the PS3 uh, version, and, and it, it looks still fine. Old, it still looks fine. But I was yeah, playing it on my fine, PS5. Fine. Yeah, I was playing right. it on my PS5. There's no gigantic right. like mechanic shift in the control scheme like we've seen generationally. Like it's just still yeah. a very modern game. Yeah, like the mm. last time I played it was on Felix's backwards compatible PS3, my PS3 now, and his original because that's what he gave me with that when i bought it from mm-hmm. him his original last of us disc and oh, i played it i did and, i didn't even know I yeah, did yeah. That. I saw yeah, yeah um that was the point like, to, to get you to yeah, play the game it's to get me to play that yeah yeah, yeah. and and that's the, the so it's been maybe over a year since i played it but i distinctly remember like playing it and unplugging my ps4 and plugging that in and playing it and thinking well this isn't it's not like i'm going back and playing a ps1 game you know what I mean? Like, that's not the leap that I'm making. Like, it was that game in itself was so far ahead on the PS3. It, 
it was a pinnacle of of that hardware right so it's like that translates so far like we don't need another version of that mm-hmm. game dude stop trying to collect our yeah, money I mean, they know people will buy it they know people will buy it i mean I fucking one time at one time on that shelf when you guys would there is no shelf anymore but when there was a shelf i had two fucking copies of that goddamn game on ps4 sitting on the shelf one in the wrapper <laughs> there you go that's the reason why a, bought it Thanks. twice by mistake sorry <laughs> um it's funny though because like the like shadow of the colossus got a got a remake like they remade the game and that was that was worthy of it because the yeah. ps2 version was aging right it was that was an aged game i think there's a certain point where you get like a diminishing return if you're going to start remaking a game that's like that modern um, agreed it cannibalizes, point, it cannibalizes itself because it's still viable in the market. Bit. So when they re-release it, people are going to go, I don't need to fucking buy that. You know what I mean? Like, I already yeah, have it. it. Unless they, they give you a compelling reason. There's enough market research that they've said that it costs X amount of dollars for us to make a PS5 version of this, and we're going to get X back, and that's a worthwhile. Like, they're not doing this, like, ad hoc, like, we'll see what... We'll see. Like, they clearly know they're going to make money on it, but it doesn't mean it's the the investment that they should be making. Like Neo brings up a really valid point. I played the PS2 version of Shadow Colossus on a PS during the PS4 era for the first time and like I enjoyed myself but that was clearly dated and that deserved a remaster. There's rumors happening right now that we're going to get a Knights of the Old Republic remaster. Mm-hmm. That's a game that is very much a, worthy of a remake, right? So a remake, yeah, a remake. Yeah. Excuse me. Yes, I use the word remaster because I want to play it. I'm not going to go back and retro that shit. So no, that's that. I I that is one of my is another game that's in my top list of all time, and it I will, is really, I will play it the is, remake. It is. Yeah. Oh, I will absolutely play the remake. But it is it mm-hmm. is hard to go back and play that game now, whether you get the mobile version or play it originally or get a PC port. Like very dated. It is a dated game. It really is, and that is a worthwhile investment for a company to make because we clearly want to play that game again. Um, What What are your thoughts on the Mass Effect remake? I can't wait, or the remaster. I guess I can't fucking wait. Me either. Yeah, Yeah. I can't fucking wait. Like so, and and that's and that's like borderline. Like Mass Effect Three is the borderline. Like. You could still go back and play it, and it's that's still a 2012 fine, right? release. That's a game that came out in 2012. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's like Same borderline, time. right? Yeah, mm. borderline. I think but it came it, out before then. I think I was playing the the PS3 collection of them in 2012. Uh, Mass or the year before that. Mass Effect Three came out. I'm we pretty sure getting... I was still working at GameStop when that came out. Uh, Mass Effect have... Three released. Let's say 2012, March, March 2012. Yes. Three. Yes. We're talking about the first one. Yeah, Mass Effect Three came out in 2012. Three. Yeah, Mass, Effect, Mass Effect yeah. One was like a 360 launch title. I'm that was that. 2006 or seven. Mass Effect One, I, I would say 2007. Hold on one second. The Google mm-hmm. machine tells me 2007. Yeah. yeah. So, so going, uh, yeah. Like, the end, yeah. Yeah. I was just saying that first one. Like that first one has the feeling that this game is good, but we've had major strides in yeah. the in between years in terms of like 
your heads up display, your control scheme, the general sensibilities of how to, to design a game. And you can feel that when you go back to the right animation. Yeah. 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 And, and like what they've showed the before and after of like your mass effect one characters to what they're going to look like in the legendary edition. And like, there's a clear distinction between the, the, the remodels, right? I think they mass mm-hmm. effect three's borderline on in that same realm of, of um, what we're talking about now, but if you package it together as a trilogy, well then of course remake the third one and you sell it as a package deal. Right. We're talking about a single title and technically we've already gotten a redo of last of us. We're talking about a another redo of last of us. So that would be as if they made mass effect three, a third fucking time for the sake of making it a third time. Right. So, um, but I, I am it's to sold, your point, Neo, do it again. I'm I'm excited for it. Um, Mass yeah. Effect is one of my favorite trilogies. I loved the first two games. The third game was meh, but I would love to play it in a like a sitting in a session play one through three because I've never done it that way. Um, so big time commitment. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I've only you know, played two. I've only you've never played one. Okay, I've only played two. Two yeah, one two was awesome. Two was two great. Was Two's fantastic. Like, yeah. at, when I was playing it, I was like deeply into Star Trek and like mm. space dramas and, and like Farscape. I was watching yeah. all those shows. Two yeah, came yeah. out at the perfect time, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is the perfect game right now!" Space opera, yeah. one mission, learn your crew, like like yeah. RPG, like oh man, that game. Woo. They did, and they did a good job. Like they, two was a really good evolution of the first game, right? Like the first game. If you go back and play the first game now, um, it, it's dated. And you can see where they grew the game to go to the second one. The, mm. the saving grace of the first game was, was the Bioware dialogue, choices, you know, plot. Like that was still really good. Mechanically, it struggled a little bit. So sure. that's why I'm excited for the remake. But you know, the, the reason why I loved Mass Effect so much outside of it was because I was a huge fan of Knights of the Old Republic. Like the first... Knights of the Republic 1 and 2 were games that I've played dozens of times all the way through. Um, and Mass, when Mass Effect came out, I mean, I've played Mass Effect 1 a bunch of times, um, as well as 2. 3 I've only played once, but um, yeah, I'm excited for it. It's it's soon, right? We're, we're The Legendary Edition comes out, I think. Yeah, it's got to be a soon. month or two. Uh, Maybe sooner I, than that. I saw, the twi- I saw the tweet saying that they went GM. Um may 14th i was yeah. gonna say if they went gm it's got to be literally weeks yeah so mm-hmm. we're what are we taught may 14th is a friday yeah so um we're like Dude, three I, weeks we're almost we're like three we're four weeks away three or four i didn't weeks. think you think that's, that's, that's it was so soon too um, GM means gold call, master. Is that is that I mean it's releasing on a friday so probably not if it was releasing on a tuesday it might be like a i gotta take a half day kind of day <laughs> you know but gm like, means gold master Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Software um, locked and printed. So it's it's also good because I like I know we're, we're kind of getting away, and this will be the last rabbit hole on on Mass Effect. I, I hope this does really well, both um, with how much money they make and how well it's received. Because like I really want the IP to continue after Andromeda. Like, I, I think it's such a good IP that they, I don't want them to leave it behind because of how poor Andromeda was. Did you finish um, Andromeda all the way through? I didn't. I fell out of it. 
um because it just never like i honestly like the 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 wonky animations and all of that like i played mass effect one the the fucking yeah not a not a huge deal it doesn't it doesn't it never really bothered me um i just i didn't have any investment into the new storyline like the like neo's point of like you're this hero you get to know that the players are you know your crew around you there's a common goal like and then the the interwoven dialogues and and plots that happen between yeah, characters it's, and their backstories great. like it was great and and it just it just it it just never it never hit me with mm, andromeda and that's that's mainly why i fell out of it not for all of the reasons why everybody hated it really um i've thought about trying to go back and playing it um like on some of the developer sales where it's like you know dirt cheap to 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 play it or maybe it's even in game pass at this point i don't know but um I, I want the IP. I know they've said it that like we're not done with Mass Effect, but like I have to feel like this is a like test to see is this worthwhile for us right. to continue down this IP. Oh, it's um, for sure. That's got that built in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully it does well. Truly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I I think um with Sony, I I hope they keep feeling pressure to make better consumer-based decisions i really do um Mm -hmm. because you know as much as i want to see microsoft succeed um and continue to succeed i i am more concerned about a um equality in ecosystems on whatever platform you choose to play on yeah right and this kind of Um, shit pushes other companies to be better at the things that they're doing so we all we all win if they keep going back and forth trying to impress all of us with their services, their consoles, their whatever the fuck, you know? But Sony's right. got to get mm-hmm. their head out of their ass in terms of how they see themselves in, like, in the market, you know? This, right. this ties in a little bit to uh, just a small little little kind of a footnote story, but did you guys see what the Days Gone writer uh, I was just reading was the saying? article. Yeah. I was literally just reading yeah. the article. Uh, it's, it's like this, cult, this PlayStation elitist culture that, they're, that they bred and and are honestly going to shoot themselves in the foot if they keep breeding uh, because his comments were essentially, and this, uh, this is John Garvin, the, the writer and creative director of days gone. Um, he said, uh, if you love a game, buy it at fucking full price. I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, yeah, I got that on sale. I got their PS plus, whatever. Don't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel, if it wasn't supported at launch. Now it, I don't think that's fair. We don't think of what's fair. It's, what he's saying. Of course, it's not fair. Do you think we, yeah. we're here defending you're, this? You're, are you? Yeah. No. You're saying you don't think it. You don't think it's fair the way that it's being interpreted, or you don't think it's I don't, fair. On I don't his think point? it's. I don't think it's fair on his point to ask that of the consumer or of the okay, game. No, of course it's, it's not. not. It's his fucking yeah. job to make me want to spend it at full price. Exactly. If I want to wait. If I want to wait for a sale, that means that I'm somewhat interested in the product that you created, but not enough to give you all of my money. So you're mm-hmm. lucky that I'm giving you my sale money. So shut the fuck up and make a better video game. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's, here's part of the problem is, and, and I've seen a lot of behind the scenes stuff of Days Gone now since this article came out. A few things that were mentioned was remember the there was the shoddy launch of Days Gone. It was very buggy audio issues felix you talked about that yourself here on the show it was a fuck, it was, um, i didn't continue playing this game because it was because the fucking audio was not finished <laughs> exactly this, this and apparently ball. the writer of the game wasn't a writer he was just like like a director he was 
it was written their game was like written by the seat of his pants games also these these days don't have any kind of demo really like demos really aren't a thing anymore so how do you know if you want to buy the product at full price at launch like these games go by pure marketing on if they're if like you decide to sell it or not right like regardless of it's an if it's an ip that you've heard of before you might already be in when you see the new destiny expansion right but like at the same time like this is a new ip that we know nothing about people are going to hesitate a little bit more with new ips that's just generally how people and consumers operate which is why sequels are usually more of a popular go-to um for for movies and games like that's just right. a common thing um and people so are that always is going definitely to not fair for him to ask no of course like i don't think anyone yeah. of us here is going to defend him um it just it leans into that like elitism thing too and it's just also a, a side note it's, it's silly to to assume that people don't want to save money in every single aspect of their lives yeah, so it's like like, like so yes, like we should be supporting artistic endeavors. Sixty dollars, seventy dollars—it's a lot to ask someone to shell out with with no value proposition on your part. So to what you said, Locke, you, they need to demonstrate the value of the thing and, they're and, providing to the world here. And this fucking asshat in the next paragraph <laughs> says, uh, "So it says, says, don't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if it wasn't supported at launch. It's like." And this is what this is. This really is what pisses me off. It's like God of War got whatever number millions of sales at launch. And, you know, Days Gone didn't. OK, here's the thing. There's a lot yeah. to unpack there. Here's the thing. It's a what, lot the, there. The, what the fuck is this guy's name? What is this asshole's name? Yeah, Garvin. 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 OK. You're you are talking about an IP that has already succeeded. We've already had God of War titles that have already succeeded. So we know what we're buying. And they did a better job of marketing their rebirth of this IP to make everyone want to buy the fucking game. No one wanted to buy your zombie game because no one knew what the fuck it was. It was a motorcycle rider and zombies. So maybe, Garvin, you should have done a better fucking job of telling me why we should buy your video game. Like this, this honestly, like I don't want him to make video games anymore. I hope he doesn't because he's an asshole. <laughs> and, and i'm sure people had a great time playing days gone but if you go into designing an experience like that with the expectation that people should just support you right at full price that's going to lead to a lot of problems in your tone and your creations in your kind of brand you're bringing to the playstation environment there's a lot of ripples to this kind of a mindset on a creative team and it's not healthy yeah, it's like I mean, it's I, it's this mindset of like I'm a PlayStation exclusive title, therefore I should automatically be successful yes. because of it. Right. Because I'm in the umbrella. Like, yes, exactly. It sounds like yeah. entitlement a little bit. Yeah. 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 Like I like not Dude, his not, next his next paragraph is he complains about the PSP game that Bend made, the siphon filter dark mirror PSP game, about how it got pirated and he blamed piracy on his game not doing well. That's wild. He's, he's clearly been an asshole for a long time. So um, <laughs> it doesn't really seem like it's going to change for him. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I don't like I that mindset doesn't that mindset is just someone that's bitter that the things yep. that they've created are not successful. So, exactly. I, you know, at the end of the day, he needs he needs some therapy, maybe. Oh, man. Um, I, I, bought, the end of this I, I bought his game <laughs> the day it came out, but I couldn't buy millions of copies. Sorry, Garvin. <laughs> no, it's all right. Oh, at the end of the article, it says it, it gives you a link to buy Days Gone from Amazon? Question mark. 
There's just like a question mark at the end. Is that what it says? There is a no. There is that. There is a question mark uh, at the end. Of why the fuck is there a question mark? It's, it's a link to their advertising policy. Let's 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 not put words yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, here. it's uh, soup. It's it's very poorly done. Though. But but yeah. But you, there's there's it's some like an there's article about this guy complaining from, about. Uh, there's some web editor somewhere that's having a chuckle about the mm-hmm. that, where they added that fucking mm-hmm. policy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like I'm I'm sure like there's people that have enjoyed Days Gone and that's great. And I'm sure they all bought it on sale, which is also great for them that they got what they feel like is their money's worth. When but when, like, when me and, and Felix watched like the preview of this game. I knew it would only I think I said to you, Felix, next to you in the in the theater, this will be a PlayStation Plus game for me. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I said those words to you. Mm-hmm. And look, it's fine for me to think that. It's also fine for someone to spend 60 bucks day one because they love the genre. They wanted the feel. They wanted to have that like wilderness zombie explorer, uh, fake um uh sons of anarchy kind of like that that thing spoke to them i had none of those thoughts (laughs) but people out there did you know somebody was like i want to be charlie hunnam hunting zombies and i'm going to play this fantasy i did want to be charlie hunnam in the game so it's fine you know but like you can't expect people to to feel how you want them to feel because you feel like you're god's gift to game design and it also like that's a super specific target audience it's so specific right like you can't compare yourself to a ip that transcends multiple gamers like god of war like how do you like how do you try and compare yourself to that like i just it just it's it's such a motorcycle zombie wilderness survival to greek mythology beat them up you're gonna catch a lot more flies with number two yeah and the fact that it's already been successful, that we've already for years, for years across three at the time, three entire generations of consoles. Not to mention that it's just a better looking game. Here's the other thing. A better game overall, but <laughs> that's not here nor there. The discrepancy here, John Garvin, but you know, it's okay. Here's the other thing. Is he specifically stating that title because those games came out around the same time and God of War stopped? Probably. It? I think it's because he thinks about that at night when he can't fall asleep. But I, I think I remember. I think I Honestly, remember. I think us. that's why he chose to yeah, use it. For sure. Because he, he, he wishes he was the one that made God of War. Or he wishes Days Gone sold millions of copies. But as we got closer to Days Gone being released, I seem to remember us talking on the show and me going, wow, this game's coming out like, like in tandem with another game that I thought was going to stop it. And I can't remember if it was God of War. Uh, it was not, um, but but it was it, it was Sony releasing this game in like the same game purchase cycle. I think. All right, th- no, Days Gone came out in 2019. Of. God of War was 2017. Okay, so but yeah, but, but it's there something was else. I know, something I know, around I, Days yeah. of, Days Gone's release, and Sorry, I was like, why is Sony doing this? Because it's going to fucking shit all over Days Gone. No one's going to oh, want to buy it's, it. God of War literally came out three years ago today. Uh, yesterday. Happy birthday! So it's, we'd, have to, we'd have to look up uh, yeah. 2019 game. I mean, we don't have to go crazy already, about it, but it. I I seem to think that when they were going to be release that game in the cycle, I was like, "Why the fuck is Sony?" No, doing you're, this? I think I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I can't I can't remember. Uh, so April, there were two games that were it, coming out at that time, and I chose to buy Days Gone, and I didn't buy the other one. 
but I wanted to buy the other one. I remember that. Uh, there's nothing in April. Yeah, maybe. I'm looking around it a little or, bit. Or it could have been like a month before, and it's like, why no, would you release yeah, this yeah, game yeah, like a, you, a month you. after? Yeah, I'm looking. When the I'm other just looking at the. Out. I'm looking at the months around it just to see. No, but you're you're right. I I remember something like that happening that made it seem yeah, like it and was. And then it and then it comes down to for us fan, we are fans of all kinds of shit, right? Then it comes down to us going, okay, well now we got to make a decision on what we like what we like more because we're not going to spend $60 twice. You know, like we're all right. of us can't do that, you know? Like right. some people can't pay $60 for this one and this one, you know? No, I mean, it's fucking $70. Now it's 70, doing that. right? But yeah. 70. Like, that, like, like we're not, you know, that's a fucking lot of money. 140 if you're smackers, at- man. That, you know, like, fuck that. Yeah. I don't see anything. Whoa, that's jump- Panorama dude. Like relax. I don't see anything Can- that's jumping out. Like, yeah. Yeah. I seem to remember there was something, but. In what year was that? You said 2019? 2019. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at the, the releases that month. There's the Division 2 came out a month and a half before that date. Sekiro mm. came out at the end of March. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 was three days before Days Gone. Yeah. I don't think I played. I, I do play that. But or Age 2 was May 14th, which had been two weeks after. I'm not seeing any big, like, obvious okay. killers here. But it wasn't a. Maybe, maybe, so here's what it was. This is what I think it was. It wasn't that. It was Days Gone was going to release at the same time as a Sony title, and it got pushed back. And I think what could it could it have been the, an original date for like The Last of Us Two? Is that what it was? Well, no. last like an original well, date. Did get bumped from April, didn't it? It did. So there there was. So June nineteenth is when it came out. Last twenty twenty, yeah, yeah, it came out in twenty twenty, but it might have it might have shared a similar, yeah, original think, release schedule. I think that's what it, was. it got pushed like, back, but like I'm maybe not I was sure what looking the... at a, a predate uh, schedule. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. I'm just making the point that like I remember Days Gone releasing, and then like it seemed like an odd time for it to happen because right. when I bought it, my instincts were, "Wow, this is." weird like i like why would why would i want to buy this now but i did anyway because whatever (laughs) and then it it was fucking trash and the audio was dropping out left and right so it was like i'm live on a fucking stream and my audio for the game is leaving and i'm thinking i'm i was thinking it was my computer malfunctioning again yeah the one thing one thing that i would i'll give to sony before we wrap here because i know we're probably running long Mm -hmm. um is it seems like they have the IP space under control where this is not something that will overshadow the good decisions that they make in, in terms of um, IP, right? Like it's not like this was a Microsoft and this was like, you know, because, you know, like this game wasn't successful. I don't think it'll ever be successful. Probably never get a sequel, but like they have so much other good IP that it, it doesn't affect them in any way you know if this was like a first party studio or if uh, if this was something that microsoft released as an exclusive or a first party um it may have hurt them you know um Mm. or maybe it would have been better because it would have been on microsoft and people would have played it because they had no choice um 
Yeah, re- reports but, are this this came to light because reports are that Days Gone was getting repurposed as a support studio for Naughty Dog to remake The Last of Us One. That's right. what they were getting repurposed for. Right. Um, that's why this all came out. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's the show, guys. Did we do it? It is the show. We did. I'll 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 cap it off by saying I can't wait to see what Sony we haven't had any major Sony news drops yet of like state of plays and announcements. So hopefully that'll become more clear if we get like a release date for the new Horizon title and the new God of War title that they've already announced. Like they they have games in the pipeline that we're just kind of waiting to see when they're going to drop them. PS5 is going to be pretty, you know, dormant of Sony games for a little bit. As of right now, I can't think of any immediate Sony title coming out besides Oddworld, which just came out. Um, but that's, yeah, I'm not sure. That's a wait and, that's a wait and see. We'll see uh, whatever, whenever they drop any news for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there you go. This is uh, Lock and Key. You could find me on Twitter at lock underscore key. See you guys next week. Felix. Uh, yeah, this is Felix Hergood at Felix Hergood. Um, I'm just on Twitter right now. That's it. Felix Hergood. <laughs> uh, I'm Neo Yoshi. You can follow me at twitter.com slash Neo underscore Yoshi, twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi. Um, I'm popping in streams um, on Twitter. So follow me there. Check out my streams. Check out my Twitter. Trip. He's muted. He's muted. You're muted. Oh, we lost him. Uh, He's Discord muted. I didn't mute him. I probably did at some point. That's unfortunate. Um, I was like, time for a new mic. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening to the (laughs) podcast. Um, If you haven't yet, go to YouTube and please subscribe to us. We are getting our numbers up on there so we can make it easier uh, for you not only to find us, but to put content on there for you. So please find us on YouTube. Um, I'm Trip Zero. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Trip Zero TV. And all of my socials are exactly the same, Trip Zero TV. Um, Stream content is going to be really fun and random right now i'm playing uh disney's 102 dalmatians puppies to the rescue and it is incredible <laughs> come in for the finale of that uh, on thursday or catch the vods um i don't know what the week after that's going to look like but pokemon snap comes out next friday the 30th i will for sure be playing that and then i've got some ideas uh for what is coming up in the summer very interested in resident evil 8 very interested in, in the mass effect uh trilogy so I'll see how I can make that into excuses to play more of those series and more of that content. So stick around. And we'll see you next week. Later. Bye. Later. All right. Cool. We're bringing it in. We got, we got, me. I, I'm going to do it. it. I'm going to do it. Oh, Felix is on it. See, you know how he's feeling. If he asks who's bringing it in, he, he doesn't want to do it. But when he says, should I bring it in? Then you're jumping. You're jumping. You're ready to go, dude. <laughs>